Hi there, I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Health Discovered Podcast, where we bring you fascinating stories and unique perspectives, like our recent episode on how heart failure can particularly affect women in Black and Hispanic communities. We've documented it time and time again. She was young, she was Black, she was a woman. No one expected her to look like the face of heart failure. When you don't look like what someone expects, that's going to lead to delays in diagnosis. We all have to take this constellation of symptoms, treat it the same each and every time, whether it's a young person, a black person, a woman. If someone presents to me with my heart racing and feeling winded, I need to get an echocardiogram 100% of the time, regardless. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Health Discovered Podcast, where we bring you fascinating stories and unique perspectives, like our recent episode on how heart failure can particularly affect women in Black and Hispanic communities. We've documented it time and time again. She was young, she was Black, she was a woman. No one expected her to look like the face of heart failure. When you don't look like what someone expects, that's going to lead to delays in diagnosis. We all have to take this constellation of symptoms, treat it the same each and every time, whether it's a young person, a black person, a woman. If someone presents to me with my heart racing and feeling winded, I need to get an echocardiogram 100% of the time, regardless. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a team that consistently is going to be in position to contend because of how talented they are. The reality of it is, those guys can play. The AFC should watch out for the Baltimore Ravens this season. Players in the NFL, certainly one of the best players at quarterback. They got a guy at tailback in J.K. Dobbins, who I think could be an all-pro. They got one of the best tight ends in football, a plethora of perimeter weapons, some health on the offensive line, a very good defensive line, one of the better young linebackers in the NFL, and a top-five secondary. And no one talks about it. what it is welcome back to another episode of at the bank a baltimore ravens podcast doug yo we got week two coming up you feel me we got the cincinnati Bengals tomorrow at 1 p.m yo so check y'all local listeners to make sure y'all ready for that game you feel me but before we get started man make sure you if y'all not already doing it yo like share and subscribe to the grid network because the Grid Network has great shows, not only at the bank before me, we still got MTMO. We got Carving It Up with Bryce R. Even Podcast, Clutch Sports Talk, Outside the Cage, The Form, and then coming real, very soon, the Raiders is about to have their own podcast on the Grid Network. So make sure y'all tune in, uh, stay tuned, because 
good things from the grid is coming up and also yo every tuesday at eight o'clock make sure y'all go to the eight o'clock the spot yo i guarantee you it's the best sports show every tuesday at eight o'clock yo you don't never know who's going to win you feel me we got the wrench you got one of the champs right here myself and you got multiple other guys that's on there and you got the host my man bryson you feel me? So make sure y'all tune in every Tuesday at 8 o'clock at 8 o'clock. The spot, you feel me? So we are here week two, man. We going up to Cincinnati, man. And we not going up to Cincinnati with a full with a full uh, clip of team, you feel me? And this is going to be kind of a scary game in my eyes because I feel like the injuries that we took in week one, man, we really, really – going to need these guys throughout the season, man. And one of the top guys that went down and is gone for the rest of the season is J.K. Dobbins, man. J.K. Dobbins is now done for the rest of the year with a torn Achilles, man. And I feel like I feel like that this is the end of J.K. Dobbins. I feel like J.K. Dobbins will no longer be a Raven no more for the simple fact that, you know, he can't stay healthy. His durability is not that good and, and – this was a pivotal, a pivotal year for him. And like I said, man, it sucks that my guy cannot uh, go out here and ball out like I thought he was. Um, and, you know, I wish him nothing but the best. Hopefully he do because he still will be a Raven. Hopefully he still be able to um, come back and, and, and go through his career, his journey. And, and I wish, like I said, I wish him nothing but the best, man. But I really do feel like J.K. Dobbins had played his last snap as a Raven last Sunday, man. It's it, it just going to be so hard to really kind of see him coming back next year. But the injury bust did not stop there, you feel me? It kept on biting us. It got us with uh, Ronnie Stanley, an all-pro left tackle, man. And I, this was another guy who I felt like should be or, or was or will have a big year. You know, but uh, once again, his injury bug, his durability – it's, it's, it's just no good right now. And it, it, it sucks because, like I said, we need a dominant left tackle. We need somebody to protect Lamar's blind side. We have a rookie left guard there, man. And, and now that you take away Ronnie Stanley, it, it's going to be very, very hard to see how can that left side hold up, man. And, and that's going to be one of the questions that can that left side hold up. Another uh, injury on the old line is our all-pro center, man. Outstanding uh, Tyler Lindenbaum is also going to be, uh, be missing this game. Also, man, it's like golly, we just couldn't get out of Week One without a with, with being injury free, man. It just it kills me. And and like I said, I really like the center. I really like Tyler Lindenbaum, man. He really has progressed progressed to become uh, uh, a top center in this league, man. And and him not. Him not having him not being durable and available for this game really sucks. Another injury. <laughs> Cause like I said, man, we we just kept on getting hit. Marcus Williams, man, is now gonna be out for a couple of weeks. I don't know how long they haven't really gave a timetable, but he tore his pet muscle in that game against Houston, man. And I was thinking that he was gonna have a big year. Cause you know, that DB uh room is very, very thin. Very thin. And now with him going on the IR for a couple of weeks, it, it just got thinner. 
And also, uh, Mark Andrews is questionable. He is questionable. They have not ruled him out or they not have said he will play yet. He is a game time decision. He's still dealing with that quad injury. So I'm I'm really hoping that Mark Andrews is available and be able to play because we need all the weapons that we can possibly get, man, for the Cincinnati Bengals. Because if you don't already know, man, this game is kind of uh, pivotal for us because this is the battle of the North. This is this is where the North start kind of start separating themselves. Cleveland is already up in the AFC North because they beat Cincinnati last week, and you know uh, uh, that's 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 a little scary because now what Cincinnati team are we going to get this week? Are we going to get that same Cincinnati team that couldn't block for Joe Burrow? Hopefully, fingers crossed. Or are we going to get that same Cincinnati that we got from last year, the team that pretty much uh, beat us throughout the whole year last year? You know, and they came up and beat us in the game that we really needed the most. You feel me? So it just right now, this the the career stats, the career winnings and losses between the Ravens and the Bengals. We hold we hold a 28 to 27 all-time lead in the series. That's to include the regular season and the postseason. And we already know the last meeting came in the postseason of 2022. And we already know how last season ended. Last season ended. With this stupid ass play, man, I'm still kind of mad at Tyler Huntley when he did this. Like, what in the hell was he thinking trying to die from the five yard line? Like, what was he thinking? And the Bengals went on here and got that dub, and we were so close. We had marched down the field, like I said, got down to the five yard line, and then this man tried to die from the five yard line and fumbled. And the uh, Cincinnati Bengals defense was able to hold that game down, score that touchdown, and win the game 24-17, man. And we was real close. We was real, real, real close to coming to uh, taking that game to overtime. It was just a tip pass. That I felt like James, if James Porsche was on point, man, he wouldn't be able to got that pass. But, you know, it's like I said, it's living in the past. So it's 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 not a big thing, but it is a big thing because, like I said, we're still trying to keep ahead of this Cincinnati and uh, the Cincinnati rivalry. We still wants to go in here and win that 29th game. We don't want Cincinnati coming here and tied up, and then it comes down to the middle of the season when it's time for us to play Cincinnati at the bank again. You feel me? And 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 then try to take that lead back. No, let's try to take the two game lead. You feel me? And and like I said, this is a revenge game for me. This should be a revenge game for everybody on the Flock Nation, you feel me? Because for the simple fact that they beat us last year. This is this is personal. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and it it, it just we just gotta we just gotta do a couple key things and hopefully those key things can actually work out for us, you feel me? And I I'm I'm hoping that the Cincinnati that showed up to Cleveland last week will be the same Cincinnati team that shows up again this week. You feel me? And and it, it, it's it's going to be an interesting game because, like I said, this game kind of start placing the AFC and the AFC North because we already got one we got one dub in the AFC by beating Houston last week. And if we can keep on piling up these AFC wins early, it wouldn't it wouldn't hurt us towards the end of the season if we start losing some games in the AFC. You feel me? So it's it's an early test. It's an early mountain that we're gonna most definitely gonna climb and get over this hump. You feel me? So the thing is, let's 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 start with the the key facts of how I feel. What what's the lookout for in this upcoming game? You feel me? 
Let's start off with the offense side of the ball. I feel like on the offense side of the ball that – um, hold on, my bad, y'all. On the offense side of the ball, I feel like the offensive line, how this offensive line protection is going to be. That's the one thing. Because like I said, I already told y'all how Ronnie Stanley went down already and um, he's not available or Tyler Lindenbaum. So it's, it's like now once you plug in uh, McCarron, who's going to be filling in for Ronnie Stanley, I'm not sure who's going to be uh, our center that's going to replace Tyler Lindenbaum. It's like now I'm pretty sure that Pat Ricard's name is going to get called a lot this upcoming uh, game. Pat Ricard is going to be the guy that's going to have to do a little bit more blocking than what he normally do. Because right now we, it's, it's all about protecting Lamar and, and making sure that Justin Herbert or Hendricks or Henderson does not get to Lamar. Because people just don't understand. Those two edge rushes that Cincinnati have, in my opinion, are underrated. Nobody gives them the proper love that they really deserve. And these guys gave us hell last year. So we already gave our four sacks last uh, last game against Houston. We cannot give up more than four sacks this, this game. We can't. Um, that our rookie left guard man, you really gonna have to hold your own this week, my guy, because it's gonna have to take it's gonna have to take you to actually step up a little bit more or a little bit faster than we attended to. Because, like I said, we don't have our all pro left tackle on that side of you that can help you out with the double team blocks, anything of that nature. I'm not saying that McCarron can't do that, but at the same time, man, it's 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 gonna be almost every man for itself, especially on those edge, those tackles. Right and left is going to be very, 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 very important. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, like I said, these Cincinnati edge rushes that they have can can really hurt us. So if we can just stop that momentum and make sure that their edge rushes doesn't hurt us, I feel like the Ravens can most definitely come out victorious in this game. Another uh, key to watch out for, like, who will lead this running back room now? Now that J.K. Dobbins had went down, this should be the time that Gus Edwards really emerged because Gus Edwards said, I was reading in one of his interviews that he was saying that he's, he feel like that now it's his time. It's time for him to step up. It's time for him to show out. It's time for him to show us that he can be a lead back. And a lot of people was giving questions like, should the Ravens go out and get another running back? Should we trade for Jonathan Taylor and so on? In my opinion, I feel like that Gus Edwards can hold his own. I feel like Gus Edwards it might not be the cutest and the sexiest, and it might not look like J.K. Dobbins, but I feel like J.K. Um, uh, Gus Edwards will ground and pound get it done. I, that's what I feel like. And with the um, with his backups of Justice Hill and and Melvin Gordon, I'm pretty sure he's going to get elevated from the practice squad. And once he get elevated from the practice squad, I feel like that J. Uh, Gus Edwards and and Melvin Gordon can can do can hold their own. You know, it's it's going to be – it's no longer going to be that J.K. Dobbins got to really prove himself and he felt like that he has to take control of this offense. Now that this running back room is going to have to be led by committee. committee. It's going to have to take a, 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 a whole team of running backs to actually make sure that this running game stay, stay in place. Because, like I said, the running game is still important for this organization. Just because we switched new schemes and new offensive coordinator, I still feel like the ground and pound is our is our bread and butter, and you shouldn't go to what we know that works the works the most. You feel me? So I feel like Gus Atwood's most definitely going to have to 
be the workhorse. Gus Atwood's going to have to show that, like, he can be able – and he also – he's the underrated uh, back out the field back, uh, pass catcher too. I feel like if Gus Atwood can show that display multiple times – think we might be we might have something you feel me so i most definitely can't wait to see how gus Edwards and whenever melvin uh melvin gordon comes up and and, and show and he that he's ready another key that i want us to look out for is who would the offense play through now like i said jk diamonds was a real pivotal uh player and then now that he's gone like who is this office uh going to flow through i really think that zay flowers is the answer I really, because if we seen what Zay Flowers was doing last week, man, Zay Flowers was tremendous last week. Zay Flowers was had nine receptions for seventy eight yards. His longest was twenty one yards, and his he only he had ten targets, ten targets out of nine receptions. That's not bad for an opening week. That's not bad for a rookie, man. He was almost he was what twenty two yards away from making a hundred yards in this first game. So I feel like that the offense can most definitely run through Zay, and Zay, if Zay can get cooking early, I feel like the uh, the Bengals will be trying to figure out who how to stop Zay because you got to remember Cincinnati lost both of their safeties last year from last year. So them them not having their safeties and new uh, new coming safeties, I feel like the Ravens are kind of kind of put a little threat on those safeties just a little bit. Excuse me, just a little bit. And this will be a perfect game for Mark Andrews to play if he's able to play. Because if Mark Andrews is able to play, man, oh, man, that offense is going to be very, very scary. And we was already starting to see things starting to click with OBJ and Lamar. If that can if that can, can really start manifesting itself, woo, our offense can be very, very scary, and our offense can, can, can do some things. And it can get Cincinnati defense running wild and running long. And it can be a long game for Cincinnati, but those key things gotta happen for the Ravens, man. Because so, like I said, we gotta see how this offensive line protect. We gotta see how this offensive, I mean, this running back room uh, play, and we gotta see how the Ravens gonna come out playing. Who they gonna play through? If they're gonna play through the strength of Zay Flowers, if they're gonna be a ground and pounding uh, Gus Edwards in a steady run game, or or can the offensive line really protect Lamar enough and have Lamar have have a clean pocket where he can step into his throws, he can make better throws? Because last last week that offensive line really didn't give Lamar any clean pocket for him to step up into. That's why Lamar had got sacked four times. That's why Lamar had threw an interception, and that's one of the reasons why Lamar really fumbled. Because he once he got outside the pocket, he got to protect the ball. So those those are the three key things that I would love to see the Baltimore Ravens offense do against the Cincinnati Bengals. And if they can do that against the Cincinnati Bengals, I feel like the Ravens can have a successful game. We we coming back with that dub, you feel me? But you know, like I said, it's it just a simple things that they're gonna have to do. All right. Before I switch it over to the defensive side of the keys, man, let's, let's see. We got a comment. We got a comment from my one of my favorite fans, OG. Yo, what it is, OG, man. Yes. Uh, you already know what it is, OG, man. Me sitting here kicking that Ravens facts, you feel me? OG, man, if you still up on here, man, what you think, man? How you feel about Gus Edwards in this run game now that J.K. Dobbins had went down? Give me your opinion on that, OG. But um, 
now, like I said, before I wrap up on this offensive side, I feel like that if if that offensive line can really keep Lamar clean, man, it, it, it can be scary, scary hours. Scary hours. You know what I mean? So, like I said, I, I'm, I'm really seeing – and so far what I've seen from um, Todd Munkin so far from last game, man, it's a balanced attack. I, I feel like he knows what he's doing. He knows how to he knows how to game plan for a game. You feel me? It was just Houston Texans. Um, it was at times that you know some of the plays did break down, but it, it seems like this offense is almost once we start getting comfortable and start getting the clicking, man, things will happen. Good things will happen. So I cannot wait to see how this offense start progressing. Now I'm hoping that the offense do progress. Uh, this game, this upcoming game against Cincinnati Bengals, man, we we, we really going to need that. All right. <clears throat> let's switch it over to the defensive side, you feel me? I got some questions on this defense that I'm pretty sure that y'all would like to know also. One of the key things that I like to know about this defense is we got to get pressure on Joe Burrow. We have to. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. We seen that last week, man, that the um, defense was able to get pressure to C.J. Stroud and we're going to need more of that because I, I, if I'm not mistaken, we had sacked C.J. Stroud. Give me one second. C.J. Stroud got sacked five times for 46 yards. And, you know, he lost 46 yards. So if C.J. Stroud can most definitely um, – I mean, uh, I'm sorry. If our defense can most definitely get to Joe Burrow like we did to C.J. Stroud, I feel like that it's, it's going to be a good game for the defense because we already seen that Jadavion Clowney was able to get back there into the quarterback's lap, you feel me? But only thing about uh, Clowney he didn't do was he wasn't able to take the quarterback down. He had two sacks in his hand, in my opinion, last week against the Texans. But, you know, he wasn't able to get the quarterback down. He, he I felt like that he let up a little bit. I felt like he that he was just like, nah, I'm not going to not going to slam him down. No, though, you got to get aggressive. You got to get aggressive. David Ojobu, man, he looked good. Him and Oway, they 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 looked all right. They looked pretty decent last week, man. So now I'm looking for them to actually really get to the quarterback more. You know, what I mean that defensive that defensive line that all that 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 front seven looked good last week. And it, it, it got to the point that it, it trickled up to, you know, to the linebackers that when Patrick Queen and, and Roquan Smith were both able to get 10-plus tackles, both of them was able to get a tackle for loss, and both of them was able to get a sack. I feel like – I keep trying to tell you, I feel like that this linebacker duo is about to be the best linebacker duo this year. So be on the lookout to see how PQ and, and Roquan really come together uh, taking down the Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Burrow. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like this if this edge rush, if Clowney, Joe Boo, all of those guys can get home, can get to the quarterback, just like how Miles Garrett and the Cleveland Browns did to the to Joe Burrow last week. I feel like it, it can be a long game for Joe Burrow again. But like I said, man, I'm not looking at that game of last week. I, I kind of feel like that that team is not going to be the team that shows up, you feel me? So we will see. Number two thing I would like to see from the defense is that DB versus wide receiver matchups. We already know that we are hurting and depleted in that uh, DB room. There's no Marlon Humphrey. Um, uh, Marcus Williams also went down. 
Um, so right now we got Brandon Stevenson, Ronald Darby, um, Kyle Hamilton. Um, who else played last week, man? Um, let me see. Uh, dang, what's my guy? A uh, Darius Washington, number twenty nine. Those guys got a lot of things. They got they got a handful. Cause Cincinnati got a three headed monster when it comes to this wide receiver um, room. They got a, you, of course, they got Jamar Chase. They got Higgins. They got uh, 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 uh what they got? T Higgins and they got um, dang, I forgot the third wide receiver name. It, it really slipped off my head right now. But um, those are the things that those those wide receivers that they have, man, are are, are very dangerous and 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 can be can be dangerous and will and i'm pretty sure they will be dangerous you feel me for the simple fact that um tyler Boyd, that's his name ah i knew that his name was gonna come so they got they got higgins Boyd, and chase all through those wide receivers are capable of really kind of taking over a game and we already know that jamar chase he's a bad man especially if he get time he get if he he know how to read coverages he know how to run routes and all that and it sucks that we're not going to have Marlon Humphrey. So I'm looking to see. I don't know who's going to play him. I don't know if the Ravens going to just leave whatever cornerback to sides or if they're going to have a man chasing after him. However, whatever the case may be, you got a lot. You got a lot in front of you, my guy. <laughs> so, but uh, but the thing about it is, I feel like the Ravens defense. I mean, uh, DBs. We're a little underrated. We did okay. We did okay. Now. It, Robert Woods last week with the Houston Texans did kind of was starting to cook a little bit. You can just see certain things that wasn't in our favor, but as a whole and as the whole defense a whole, we was able to just com- keep composure and, and and not let Houston score. And hopefully we can do the same thing with Cincinnati because Cincinnati didn't score last week, so I'm pretty sure they're looking and itching to get to the end zone. So we can most definitely contain and have that same type of mentality that we had last week and hold them. So DBs is, is being called out. It's not going to just be one man that can that can really stop the show. It's going to take a whole the whole DB room to stop these three headed monsters in the wide receiver room that Cincinnati have, man. So. I'm most definitely going to be uh, tuned in, watched in, checking them out. Um, and then the last thing I would like to see from the defenses, we got to force turnovers. We have to force turnovers. Now, last week we did okay. We did okay. Um, we didn't get no interception last week, which I'm, I'm, I'm kind of shocked and surprised that we didn't. Um, we did not get no turnover, uh, no no. Um, Interception. So I'm I'm really looking to see that this week, this has got to be the week that we get. We got to force turnovers. We got to force interceptions. We got to force fumbles and so on. And then, you know, in the back end of that force of turnovers, the Ravens defense got to stay up, got to get off the field. You can't let Cincinnati get these third and sevens and they convert them to get a first down. Got to get off the field. Got to force turnover. You got to make you got to make Cincinnati kind of chase behind us, play behind us, um, feel like they 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 feeling a little threatened, you know. And then you know, not to mention they still got Joe Mixon that can come off the backfield and he can he's a hard runner. So it's it's, it's going to be a hard fought game in my opinion. I feel like this game it will not be a blowout either way. I feel like both teams, both offenses, 
will score. Um, but I don't think it will be like a high scoring game, in my opinion. I, I think this game is going to come down to a field goal. It's going to it's really going to come down to a three point uh, win, and I feel like the Ravens will pull that victory out with that three point win because nobody is betting with us. We are the underdogs. If I'm not mistaken, that Cincinnati holding a three point favor in the in the betting world. So if you betting, bet with us. If you're trying to win that big money, I, I feel like that Joe Burrow and the and, and the Bengals. I'm not going to say that. They are, they are in trouble because, like I said, it's just week two. But if we we gotta beat the cat wise down, man, <laughs> we can't we can't let this cat get his not his ninth fly. He can't he can't uh they can't re uh they can't rise up or nothing in that nature. I feel like if the Ravens handle what they handle and, and limit mistakes, that's what it's going to come down to. We cannot go. Let me say this loud in the back for the flockers, yo. We cannot go into halftime with nine penalties going almost into a hundred yards of penalties. We can't. That's that is that is causing for us to lose. I feel like if that's the case, man, that Cincinnati will capitalize and will um will score points off of those um, mistakes. So we most definitely, please, blockers, Ravens, do not. Do not commit so many penalties, man. This ha- this I'm not saying that this game has to be real clean because I feel like this is the AFC North. This game is going to be hard hits. It's going to be trash talking. It's going to be the referees blowing whistles multiple times just to separate guys and all that. But we got to remember that the second man that commits the foul, always the guy that gets caught. Always. It's never the first guy that gets caught. So if we can limit the penalties – the Ravens have a better shot of winning to Marvel's game. Because like I said, we need this game. This this game is important and it's only in week two. And it's important for us. Because like I said, the Ravens have to get an edge of this AFC North. If we want to win this North this year, man, we got to take the games. And we got three of them, if I'm not mistaken. Three games back to back. Uh AFC North. So this week we got uh the the Bengals, then the following week, we got the Colts, but then we got the Browns and the Steelers. So in the next in the next four weeks, is the three of those weeks is going to be AFC North tested. And it's best to get these games early now. Because like I said, we the second time Cincinnati we play Cincinnati, it will be at the bank. The second time we play Cleveland, we'll be at the bank. The second time we play Pittsburgh. We'll be at the bank. <laughs> you know what I mean? So at the light, at the end of the season, um, we're going to be at the bank. And why not try to get these guys at their stadium now so they won't try to come. They're they going to have to feel that pressure when they come to the bank. So I'm predicting the Ravens will win tomorrow. My bad for not putting the score, uh, for making a thumbnail uh, for the score. But my prediction of the score tomorrow will be – the Ravens pulled this game out 17-14. It's going to be a long, hard-fought game. I feel like the Ravens will win this game 17-14. Um, it's going to come down to Justin Tucker kicking that field goal. That's what I'm predicting right now. Justin Tucker is going to win it for three. <laughs> so 
it, it's going to be an interesting game. Make sure y'all tune in tomorrow at 1 p.m. Check your local listings to see where, where your game will be aired at, man. But for here, Baltimore, yo, make sure y'all go to CBS. Uh, if you got the NFL ticket, make sure you go click on that. All that. Make sure y'all tune in. It's going to be a big game tomorrow, a pivotal game. And it's on you. And it's week two, and it's already a pivotal game. So, once again, man, I appreciate y'all for joining in, tapping in on this episode, man. I feel like the Ravens will get the uh, dub. We will be 2-0. So, when y'all see me tomorrow after the game, just remember that I called it first. We will be 2-0 against the Cincinnati Bengals. And coming into this 2023 season, 2 and 0. Plain and simple. So, <laughs> before I let y'all go, man, if, like I said at the beginning of this episode, if you have not already, man, please like, share, and subscribe. And if you, you know, once you get done uh, watching this episode, man, leave comments because I do answer back to the fans in the comments that's in the comments section. So, leave comments, make sure. Um, we, uh, I love the dialogue. I love the debate. I love to go back and forth. You know what I mean? So, like I said, just make sure y'all leave comments. And like I said, if you're not already, like, share, subscribe to the Grid Network and to this podcast. And if you're not already, follow my social medias. Um, at Instagram, you got at the bank underscore podcast. On TikTok, at the, at the bank underscore podcast. And on Twitter, known as X now, it's at the bank underscore pod. So, if y'all want to go ahead and tap into those social medias, yo, please do so. Because like I said, yo, it's going to give y'all nothing but the updates, what's going on in the Ravens organization and upcoming games and my stats, especially on Twitter. I'll be tweeting all day about the game. So tomorrow, follow me on that Twitter page as I'm giving out my opinion as the game going on. So make sure y'all do that. And like I said in the beginning of the episode, if you not have already entered the grid, yo, that'd be different. Because we got great shows such as Carving It Up with Bryson, Odd Even Podcast, Clutch Sports Talk, Outside the Cage, The Form, and my own MTMO Sports Podcast. If you have not checked out my latest episode, my my, my 114th thought, as I talked about Coach Prime, the USA FIBA team, and week one of the NFL, please do so. I guarantee it's a dope episode you don't want to miss, you feel me? Anything that I'm on is you don't want to miss. And like I said, anything I'm on, make sure they are at the spot Tuesday at 8 o'clock, the 8 o'clock spot, yo, as the grid and and, my, and a couple of my grid members, we go head to head to see who got the best take and the debates, you feel me? So like I said, it's a dope show. It's a dope uh, network. Why not enter the grid? Because you can be different. That'd be different, you feel me? So that's all I have for y'all, yo. And I appreciate everybody that tuned in, that comments, and so on and so on. And as always, big trust. Because why trust anything else, you feel me? (laughs) I'm out. Run the Army's race in person at the Pentagon. Army 10-Miler General Registration is now open. Go to Army10Miler.com to register today. General Registration presented by General Dynamics. Register today at Army10Miler.com.